just gone 10 o'clock. And time for our news update with Amy with Super Mixing in three minutes. Hope FM News. Political analyst Somandora Fikeni says the current politics of spectacle led to the disruption of Western Cape Premier Helen Ziller's State of the Province address yesterday. Two senior Western Cape ANC members of the provincial legislature have been suspended for two working days after a chaotic sitting in which Ziller was prevented from delivering her address. The party's provincial chief whip Pierre Ace and deputy chief whip Siazi Tamtam were suspended after Speaker Shana Fernandez put the decision to suspend them to a vote. Fakini says the theatre of politics that South Africa has descended to is worrying. The politics of spectacle that we've descended to seem to be characterizing and uh, permeating our body politic. And that's a worrying fact at the time when the country has such serious economic, financial, and social problems. I was not surprised that the ANC would have decided to deploy the very same mechanisms that they saw opposition deploying during this presidential state of the nation. The South African National Editors Forum says it has accepted President Jacob Zuma's assurance that the jamming of cell phone signal will not happen again. Forum members met with Zuma in Pretoria yesterday, a week after the State of the Nation address. Zuma says although they were not aware of the signal jamming, it was wrong. He says they discussed a wide range of issues. We have agreed on a number of issues that we should better the relationship. We should be able to communicate as often as possible between the two. We are all patriots of the country and to promote the country. We also took advantage of our meeting to discuss the programs and the agendas of the continent, taking into consideration that some of our colleagues uh, from SANEF are participating in the forum of editors in the continent and they are very much working close with the AU. So the meeting has been very good, very cordial, frank, friendly and we are very happy after this meeting. The Mkulizi family from Benoni, east of Johannesburg, says it has been given the all clear to conduct its own DNA tests on a body retrieved from the collapsed Nigerian church. The family is unconvinced that the body is actually that of its daughter Pumzile Mkulizi. The Mkulizis, along with 10 other families, received the remains of victims earlier this month. 85 other bodies were repatriated in November following the tragedy in Lagos that claimed 116 lives. Lewandle Mkulizi, the brother of the deceased, says for a week the health department prevented them from getting their own tests conducted. We felt that the department is totally unfair to us as a family by preventing us from doing a private pathological test. I first received a call from Dr. Clarence Carter. He said he was representing the Department of Health. He said the family can go ahead to do the DNA test, but under certain conditions. And he recommended a couple of private laboratories where the test can be done. And finally, thousands of people in Dubai are being treated for injuries after they were evacuated from one of the world's tallest residential buildings, which caught fire last night. Residents say staff told them that the 79-story Marina Torch Towers fire alarms did not immediately sound. They say staff in an adjacent building alerted the tower's reception. The BBC's Marcus George. The blaze broke out in the early hours of the morning. Sirens went off after 2 a.m., alerting residents. The fire spread through 
dozens of floors, fanned by strong winds which have lashed the emirate for the last 24 hours. Huge flames shot from all sides of the building, eyewitnesses said, bringing down broken glass and chunks of twisted metal onto the streets below. As occupants fled in fear, the rescue services moved in. There's no indication yet of what caused the fire. Despite its intensity, it has now been extinguished.